Hello, and welcome to Hawk Talk. It's my Hawk's Geek Culture Podcast, where we talk about geek stuff, nerdy stuff, and all sorts of awesome. My name is Danny Shepard, and joining me, as always, is my lovable band of goons, starting with Jeremy Lee. Spoon isn't real. Noel Shefflin. There is no spoon. Tony Smith. Spoon. And me. I am the spoon. <laughs> I'm the spoon in the night. The watcher on the wall. Cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. This is getting real <laughs> weird, guys. Well, real weird. All right. We're getting weird today. <laughs> uh, but before we get weird, heart uh, goes out to everybody who's in Houston and who's in the midst of uh, Hurricane Harvey right now. That's uh, seeing everything on the news. It's incredibly sad. I know a couple of you guys are out there and. Uh, you guys have been tweeting at us, letting us know what's going on. And uh, guys, just please be safe. If you're out there, please get somewhere safe. I don't even, I've never dealt with a natural disaster on that scale. So just, uh, yeah, hearts, day, thoughts, out to yeah, you, man. thoughts and hearts are with you. If anyone, just, we love you. We yeah, love we, you. yeah, we, we love Hope you guys. If, we if, love all you guys. Mm-hmm. Be safe. Take care of each other. Help those in need. Yep, that's great. No, I mean, I, if at the end of the day, guys, it's about safety. I mean, I I can understand coming up with some kind of you know idea like, oh, I'm gonna be okay, I'm gonna be okay. But just just make sure you're safe. Make sure your family's safe. Make sure your friends are safe. Just be safe, guys. We love you. Okay. Um, moving on. Moving on. Uh, let's jump into uh, a lot of stuff happened in the media. A lot of stuff happened with DC. Some stuff happened with Marvel. Stuff, stuff is happening. Stuff, is stuff, happening. stuff happened. Everyone's been, everybody's been wanting us to talk about this one, and I'll be perfectly honest. I don't even know what the first thing I can say about the announcement of multiple Joker films, besides the fact that I am so confused and have read multiple conflicting articles. So I am incredibly confused by this. So I, I and people are asking us to talk about it. So. I'm being straightforward and totally upfront right now that like I don't know if I know the the real story of what is going on with these Joker movies. Does anybody know? Hey, dude, uh, you're no. not alone. You're definitely not alone there. Um, <laughs> I, honestly, like before, I think Noel was probably the most. I think Noel and Jeremy are a little bit more well versed than me and me and Danny are. So you kind of guys, you guys get <laughs> two different sides of this, right? For me. I honestly just started reading so much. I got so confused. I just stopped reading in general and pretended <laughs> like it never happened. At a certain point, after like the yeah. second time that someone came out and was like, "No, no, no, that's not the case," I was like, "I'm done." Yeah. Talk to me when you guys know what's going on. Yeah. Post <laughs> articles when you guys know what is going on. True. Everyone's so quick to breaking this, breaking news. That True it's chains, like, man. Joker True movie. Chains. It's an origin story. Joker movie. It's not an origin story. Joker movie. It's in the DCEU. Joker <laughs> Joker movie. It's not in the DCEU. It's directed by Scorsese. It's not directed by Scorsese. It's produced by Scorsese. What's going on, Noel? All right. <laughs> thank you for joining. Um. So. Jeez. So from what I've read, I'm not going to quote any sources because I ha- I've read like for hours trying to figure out what is going on. And I still don't know because I don't think they know. But here's what I read. I read that a Joker Origins movie was announced to be to take place in the 80s. It's a movie that stands on its own completely. And from what I'm gathering, it's just a, a crime, movie, crime movie. Just a crime movie that is about the Joker becoming the Joker. Uh, and Scorsese is rumored to be producing it. I don't even think that is confirmed. Uh, but it is going to be helmed by the director of the Hangover trilogy, so that's cool. I don't know what that means. Uh, I enjoyed the Hangover trilogy. I enjoyed the first movie. I like. I, mean, I actually never I saw the other two. I honest. mean, that they were. I mean, I feel like they hit gold on such a level with the first Hangover that they were like, it'd be dumb not to ride that. Totally. I remember. Like, do you guys remember? I remember when that movie came out. It was the biggest thing yeah. since sliced bread. Yeah. I don't know that. about that, but it definitely was a big deal. Everybody was talking <laughs> was about that. Movie. Definitely was. A, it yeah. was. Yeah. It was a big deal. That year anyway, was big. What for, else? Yeah. Oh, so the Joker. Oh, yeah. So uh, another Joker movie was announced, and that's to be about the Joker and Harley. 
But mm. they so but here's the thing with this announcement, and this is going to to be taking place in the DCEO DCEU uh, Joker to be played by Jared uh, Harley by Margot. Um, but from what I've read, because there's no clarification, so it's very possible that this Joker Harley movie being announced is Gotham City Sirens, and it, they like the Joker is just the main antagonist of that story. I read that it was Harley replacing it. What's that? I read that it was replacing Gotham City Sirens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's no clarification. So, like, it could either be <laughs> Gotham City, City Sirens is a separate movie and there's a Joker Harley, which I don't think is the case. I think what the case is is that Gotham City Sirens is the Joker Harley movie that they're referring to. Okay. That's confusing. That's confusing. That's confusing. That's confusing. <laughs> All right, you're just gonna keep doing it until I until I joined in, yep. didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so there may. And then See, it's I read also to- been confirmed that Joker will be in Suicide Squad too, which w- I feel like that was like if there was going to be a Suicide Squad too, it, it's a obvious that Joker's gonna be in it. Sorry. Whoa. Oh uh, yeah. What were we gonna say? <laughs> Love you, Jeremy. So that's that's all. That's pretty much it. Yep. Okay. Man, I feel like I read all of that in four different articles, all same time. giving me pieces, <laughs> and then some of them saying, because I read, I also read that it was a Joker origin movie, and then I also read that it wasn't a Joker origin movie. It was just a movie about how he got into crime, but not how he became the Joker. And I was very confused. Yeah, I tweeted movie, about it. I was like, I... I have no desire to see that movie. This is a, it's a Joker lot. Joker origin. I don't it's, care to see that. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot going on, guys. <laughs> a lot. I like that he doesn't have an origin. That's what makes that character that character. Yeah. Is that I, we, like, he's a complete uh, mystery. So I that's mean, just like a little thing that people, producers in Hollywood were just talking about. Saying, hey, it wouldn't be cool if it was this. And somehow that leaked and was misread. Yeah, maybe. Honestly, it couldn't. Like, for all we know, it's just a movie that won't be made. There are plenty of movies that are announced that are never made. So, like, who even knows? I mean, what? This is what? The, like, 15th DC movie that has been rumored mm-hmm. to have been announced, but not officially announced? Mm-hmm. Personally, to hear that Joker would get his own standalone movie, absent Batman, yeah. absent Harley, and just focus on him. It just for for me personally, and I know a lot of people out there disagree with me, and that's okay. Like I'm not disparaging that opinion at all. If you prefer to see a Joker standalone movie, dope. You're gonna get it. Pro- clearly, <laughs> clearly yeah. it's happening. Whether anybody wants it or not, and either you know way, what? I'm yeah. gonna see it. But there's so many dope ass characters in the DC pantheon, and we're focusing on the same, the same couple of characters over and over again. And now it's like a character. That's not how you expand your universe. Yeah, it's like there are dope characters that can mm-hmm. stand alone that would do really well on the big screen, and yet we still haven't seen any of those characters. Like no- Plastic Man. Well, I mean, okay. Squirrel Girl. Squirrel Girl's Marvel, but sure. <laughs> Actually, I think they're no, 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 putting no. her in something live action. Yes, I, I'm just saying I want the movie. Oh, okay, cool. Dope. Wait, wasn't <laughs> the killing joke technically an origin story? Yes, but the Killing Joke is. It has Batman in it. It's well, technically not canon. Like, but can you imagine technic- a live action Killing Joke? No, that that's would- a crime thriller type thing. You also don't know if the if he's lying about his origin in the Killing Joke. Yeah. Ooh. So like, kind of like how he was in the Dark Knight, kept on telling a bunch of stories. Maybe about that's the scars. how the live action will be. I ju- I I don't want to see him become. The Joker. I would rather see post. It would be dope if this was a Scorsese movie that didn't. Well, like we don't see anything from his past. We just see him open up his eyes in a hospital, and he's the Joker. And now we watch his rise to the top. We don't know anything about him. We don't know who he is. We just watch who is this man from this moment moving forward. Whose man is this? Man's is this? That would be interesting. But hmm. I don't need to see how the guy turned white and had his green hair. You know. But so you did. Well, so you, no, no, no. How about it? not? Not so much that origin. How he trans physically transformed. Like literally, how this guy made the decisions he made to be a crime lord, and then this. All of these things are what. Like, let's say his name is Jack Napier. 
Let's say okay. this character is Jack and he does all of these criminal activity, like whatever the fuck the makings of a of a of a crime lord is, and then it ends with him, like it ends with some reference to DC, and then you're like, oh, that's the Joker. And so you never see him transform into the Joker. You just see a criminal become a criminal. Okay, that could be interesting. Hmm. It could also piggybacking on that. You could do that entire story where it's just a man rising to becoming a crime lord mm-hmm. and the finale of the film is him falling into the vat exactly. turning into the joker or that just could be potentially into, interesting yeah. as well that would be very interesting i'd be i'd be very interested to see something like that especially produced by scorsese i but it really truly does beg the question can joker stand without batman he is the antithesis of Dep- Batman. It depends. It just depends. It depends on the writing, man. It really does. I mean, look at compelling characters like John Wick, man. We didn't know who John Wick was. Yeah. We fell in love with John Wick within the first 10 minutes. Yeah, you could say it was sort of a, an awakening. So, so to speak. Oh! Dude, good job, man. Yeah, you could say it was an awakening. I hate myself. <laughs> Ugly. Why? Sorry uh, about that. Yeah, so... So I, I just feel like it just depends, man. Like, great films are made from nothing, just like not-so-good films are made from nothing, right? So I feel like it just it really depends on what direction they go with and all these other little tiny factors that make the bigger picture. Um, but I would definitely be interested to see if it's the guy who's making Hangover. Hey, you know, he hit it three times pretty big. Three for three, dude. Good job. I mean, I don't know what other stuff he's done, but Hangover yeah. was great, and he did it low-budget. And it hit hard, guys, yeah. real hard. I mean, like Bradley Cooper was great; he was real great. But I don't know where Bradley Cooper would be without the the big yeah. wins that he had. Mm-hmm. Like put him Hangover, on the map, right? Silver Linings Playbook. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Hangover really did put him back on the map. He was just that weird, that weird uh, mean guy. The and mean, he was the douche friend. Oh, he was the douchey boyfriend in freaking Wedding Crashers. Yeah, <laughs> everybody forgets that. And then like, he was the homie in the movie. With Jim Carrey, I think. Yeah, he was. You're right. Yes, man. Yes, man. There we he go. He was. Yeah, he was in Yes, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. He oh was in a God. lot of. Dude, Bradley Cooper was a working actor until Hangover. Yeah. He no longer was a working actor anymore. He was star. A, star. He was a star. Yep. Hangover was a solid movie, dramatically different in tone, and I think that's why it's a weird. Yeah. A weird thing, but that also. You know, that's like saying that. That any director is just a one-dimensional. Yeah. Creative, and you can only do one thing. You can only if you oh you did comedy. You can only do comedy for the rest of your career. So there was another DC thing he announced. Apparently, I didn't know if we all figured this this was the case or if we if no one knew. But apparently, Justice League will be I, a direct sequel to Batman versus Superman, as opposed to like huh up like a year or two down the line. It's directly Whoa, after. right after. Oh, it's like. The moment after, or the, I, that I just read direct moment, sequel. maybe moments, yeah. right? Like, it, yeah, I feel so like it's I, not I, that it's just another movie in the universe that follows like a general timeline, like how the MCU is. It's a directly, it's like me, or Batman v Superman two. Mm-hmm. Man, I just kind of going off that, dude. The MC, the MC extended universe, or MCU, MCU, yeah, yeah. MCU is confusing. Like, where does one end and the other begin? You know what I mean? Because there's just so many films. I'm always asking myself, so like, wait, where where are we at now? I've, In the how, timeline? Yeah, like, where, where am I at now? There's a solid timeline now. <laughs> there is, yeah. yeah. Like, everybody so. wrote, like, yes. But, like, I'm going to be honest. Like, after Civil War, I was a little confused. I was like, where are we at now, guys? So. All I know is the Cap looks super dope in Infinity War. He does. With like all his stuff ripped off and the beard and longer yeah, hair. I wonder how they're going to develop that, dude. Oh, I don't know, man. but I'm excited. Me too. Cap's, is my, Cap's my favorite in the MCU so far, so I I'm excited dude, to see where he goes. I never knew that. You didn't know that? I did know that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank well, you for that information. I got yeah, you, baby. Yeah, I suppose it was obvious. Mm. <clears throat> so did you guys hear about Matt Reeves accidentally saying that Batman was a standalone movie and everybody losing their mind and yep. thinking that it wasn't going to be in the DCEU? Yeah, I don't know why anyone even thought that that wasn't going to yeah. be in the DCEU. Like, no matter what that man said... Or how he said it. I don't know why people thought that that was not going to be in the DCEU. Yeah, dude. Standalone movie. 
not a part of the DCEU. Batman <laughs> is the face of DC. What are you talking about? <laughs> Whose man's is this? It's Batman's. Oh, Superman. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, guys. I really apologize for that. Honestly, every time there's some sort of information, even if it's just tiny, it just gets so blown out of proportion in all the rumors. And mm-hmm. it's like, rumors are rumors, and rumors have always been there, but it's like every time something happens with DC, it explodes in a way that I've never seen it happen with anything else. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't seem to happen with like this with Marvel. It doesn't seem to happen this way with Fox and their Marvel universe. Mm-hmm. It's only... DC, when DC stuff, maybe it's because we're inundated in that community a little bit more, but I feel like we're also inundated in the Marvel community as well. Mm-hmm. So, people, I don't same see people sources. freak out. Yeah, I don't same see, sources. Yeah, I don't see people freak out the way that they do yeah. in Marvel as comparatively to like DC. People, man, whoa. People trip, dude. Like, yeah. remember how that entire event happened with Han Solo and the directors quit halfway through? Yeah. Like, no one's talking about that anymore, but everyone is still talking about DC. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's overshadowed by just DC. Everything is. It's crazy. Like, the fact that I loved... the Because one of the first things that I saw when that happened, I was a little late. So I saw, like, the entire context of this. That whole arc ending with Matt being like, guys, what? <laughs> I literally was like, why in the world would Matt you Reeves, think... Right? Yeah, Matt Reeves was like, why in the world... Would you think that Batman was not in the DCEU? <laughs> of course he's in the DCU. Come on. Come he just, on. He just man. meant that it would be a Batman movie, movie. not like a Batman and... Featuring other Superman. characters. Yeah, like yeah. Or it Wonder would, Woman, yeah. Batman movie. Which is like... I already knew that. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. Like, I felt like that was obvious. Because obviously a story about Batman would be really, really overshadowed if Superman all of a sudden came in and just kept on... Being Superman. Just pluck the bad guys out of their little... Yeah. It's like, all right, you're going to prison. <laughs> oh, come here. No, you're over there. Yep, nope, 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 nope. Come back here. <laughs> come here. Okay. Come here. What is this, right ant farms? Like, it's just, just that that's what they are to like Superman. Civilization. What is this, an ant farm? Welcome to ant farm. Yeah. Okay, well, did you guys see the wasp's costume? Yes. Yeah. It looks I like dope. it a lot. I like Evangeline Lilly's I, hair. I... Actually, kind of expected it to be less fabricy and more. I don't know. I guess kind of like how it would fit in Thor's universe. Like you know, like it's hard surfaces, but with an undersuit okay. or small hard surfaces or anything. But now it kind of looks like it's a a plush fabric. Yeah, it was interesting. Or I, like a soft fabric. I thought know? it looked cool, man. It almost kind of. It almost didn't look too soft, though. I feel like. The first time I saw it, it almost looked really tactical looking. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you go back on it, and it almost looks like it's part of like a Mass Effect game. The design or is still really like, cool, Whoa, though. What's going on? Like, okay. it looks dope. It just looks more like an astronaut suit rather than. Actually, yeah, that makes sense. Fucking flies. <laughs> she flies, but she also shrinks. She can fly, she can fly, she, she can, can fly! fly! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think she so looks cool. If she flies, cool. that's kind of yeah, like she a color cool. Yeah, that's dope. I like. It's she very. A, she has a nice face. I do. Evangeline she does have a nice face. Is, She's a very blue, beautiful woman. Yeah, she is a very good very looking nice human being. I must say that. Very I was a fan of her since uh, since Lost. I've actually. I was a fan of her since I was found. You were. Found. <laughs> you just did <laughs> since that. You okay. Were okay. Found. All right. I mean, I can't be technically wrong about that. I mean, are mad? But what? Cool. <laughs> awesome. No, like the the quickness of that. <laughs> Yeah, of that response is actually I can't. The quickness I can't almost kind of want to make incredible, throw, honestly. Whatever, dude. Great. It's <laughs> yeah, down with the quickness. Down. Get up. I, I, yeah, uh, I think she looks awesome. There's not really much there. I just yeah. wanted to ask if you guys saw the saw the mm-hmm. costume. I think she looks pretty dope. She, is she? Do you guys know if she's going to be infinity in Infinity War? She will be. Yeah. She will yes. be. She looks cool, man. The only character that's not going to be Infinity War is Batman. Even Superman's going to be in Infinity War. Literally every single character. Man, she that's incredible. In Scorpion. Man, I'm excited. I just want to throw this out there. If what Superman was in Infinity War, they, he wouldn't need the rest of the Avengers. True. <laughs> I know a lot of people just got real upset with me. Just <laughs> kidding. Like Throwing that slim shade. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Are you serious, Danny? Super- How 
dare you? Superman's really powerful, man. He's really powerful. Super serial. So super serial. What uh, what else is going on? What else happened? Um, Hellboy. Hellboy, yes. Hellboy. Your boy, Ed Screen. What the hell, Ooh. boy? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Up top. So Ed Screen was recently cast as a character in Hellboy, and people were like, WTF, mate. Rightfully so, because it was a white man play, playing an Asian character. Who was he? Who was he cast as? Do you know the name of the character? I can't remember the name off the top of my head because WTF, I'm not as familiar mate. with Hellboy. But I remember what the character looks like, and I was like, "That's that's not what Ed Screen looks like." And uh, and then he recently stepped down, made the decision to step down because he didn't know apparently that the character was Asian. And once the outcry happened, he's like, "Oh, whoa, 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 what's happening?" He's like, "Oh so yeah, I, did I should definitely." Yep. <laughs> and then he's like, "I should leave this because." It is important to him and yeah. many other people. His message, wow, his message is pretty cool. Yeah, I don't have it on me, but you know, I left it at home. You left it at home, okay? We're, if um, anybody watches our vlogs, you know that we we are there. We record <laughs> inside of our garage. Which, by the way, way guys, it's starting to cool down a little bit. It's becoming a lot more tolerable it's to noise. make hot talk yeah, these it's days. Noise. <laughs> it's, well, it's noise. It's still a hundred. Hunt it. I mean, it's, you know, it's on 100, 120, you know. Yeah, it's on 120. Different. It's better than 120, man. That's true. You, you, you want me to read what he said or it doesn't really matter? Yeah, it's up to you, man. Go oh, for okay. it. Yeah. Last week it was announced that I would be playing Major Ben Diamond. Daimyo. Daimyo. In the upcoming Hellboy reboot. I accepted the role unaware that the character in the original comics was of mixed Asian heritage. There has been intense conversation and understandable upset since the announcement, and I must do what I feel is right. It is clear that representing this character in a culturally accurate way holds significance for people, and that to neglect his, this responsibility will continue a worrying tendency to obscure ethnic minority stories and voices in the arts. I feel it is important to honor and respect that. Therefore, I have decided to step down so the role can be cast appropriately. Representation of ethnic diversity is important, especially to me, as I have a mixed heritage family. It is our responsibility to make moral decisions in difficult times and to give voice to inclusive inclusivity. It is my hope that one day these discussions will become less necessary and that we can help make equal representation in the arts a reality. I'm sad to leave Hellboy, but if the decision brings us closer to that day, it is worth it. I hope it makes a difference. Wow. That's really cool. Hell yeah. Wow. Mad respect. Mad mm -hmm. respect. Dude, that is a big decision. I mean, he's already kind of, he's kind of been in some big stuff. So like Game of Thrones, Deadpool, all big stuff. But I don't know, man. He was, he may have been part of a whole new like franchise possibly that he just mm -hmm. walked away from for honest. I mean, obviously something that really, really meant something to him, but also really kind of was for the fans yeah. in its own, in its own way. That's mm -hmm. what a sacrifice, man. Definitely. As an actor, like walking into a, that kind of series and franchise is a dream come true. You guys, like that is that is what you dream for as an actor because one, you get experience; two, you get screen time. Screen time, screen time, screen time. That's all it's about. I mean, obviously, making money is cool too, but like, that's yeah. awesome, man. Hands down. Like, I don't, I don't even know. Has anyone done that? No, I don't in, think so. At least not of. to that extent. Yeah, not that I've heard of. I don't doubt that it's happened. Yeah, in the past, and maybe it wasn't as, you know, in the in the media. But yeah, yeah I mean, I, I thought that was a pretty. I, when I read that earlier today, I was like, "Wow, that is that a sounds super an important dude. message." Yeah, very important, dude, for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm, that's no, it's amazing, man. Just uh, any yeah. bad thing I ever said about him, I take back. If there was ever any, oh god, <laughs> will you me. stop? I'm sorry, sneeze, guys, my bad. Let's go, in tight. Wow, uh, on fire. <laughs> So, uh, what else? What else happened? I have been in a hole, uh, as I imagine you guys have been as well. That's Sorry, over. guys, we're working very hard on new content. Noel is literally working every single day on vlogs. Jeremy is also working. Well, Jeremy's pretty much working on everything. He's such a great there's, there's guy. A little bit of everything, just kind of like he's such a great guy. Guys. He's our chief technical officer, guys. We have titles now. <laughs> I'm a social social. Yeah, Tony. Uh, I'm gonna go to bed. All is right, what I'm gonna go do. See ya. So. <laughs> Tony and Fred are uh, are doing some good stuff. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm doing some good stuff. We have our friend Alyssa Bascon. If oh, you remember her yeah. from our Halloween episode some years ago, uh, I'm not sure how long ago it was. was it two <laughs> like, years ago, two same. Halloweens ago. Yeah, I think so. It's two Halloweens ago. Halloween. She's our friend, Halloween. super talented director. She's actually editing the first draft of 
uh, our the last short we just shot in the forest, which is a yeah, cool. I can't say. I can't say. <laughs> and she's doing that while we're working on a. Well, we're working on two other shorts. We are. We're moving, guys. We're getting the content train <laughs> going, and it's gonna take. It's been taking a while to get everything off the ground, but it's a coming. So forgive us if we're not 100% on point with all the news and stuff lately. We've been just trying to focus on making the content happen. But let's go to some. Let's get some questions. Let's die. Let's go to. Let's go to. Let's oh, the, also, what was? Uh, I've one more thing in the news that we didn't touch on that isn't really a Whatever, big man. thing. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, Channing Tatum said that Gambit is. What are you doing? You look great, Channing Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! I was not expecting that. <laughs> That was out of nowhere. I have never seen your hair like that before. Yeah, dude, it was great. You look like Crispin Glover. Glover. Dude, I feel like I was on Brink. <laughs> Whatever, bro, let's blade. Just, just skate better. Just skate better. Pup and suds. Pup and suds. Yeah, it's a 90s, 90s references. Okay. Uh, Gambit, I mean, not Gambit, Channing Tatum, who is Gambit, <laughs> who is playing Gambit. He's Got Gambit it. in real life. <laughs> cool, Noel. What up, dude? What's so, going on? <laughs> <laughs> walking. So he, he, just said, he just said that the Gambit movie is starting over. Uh, it's still it happening. They're just starting over now that they're confident that they're moving in the right direction. That's pretty much what I was saying. They're starting over for good reason. Cool. Wow. Yeah. What if I'm glad to hear that. like Logan? That'd, That'd be, be dope. But Ooh, not getting yeah. my hopes up. That'd be great. Don't even know what to expect. So that's good news. Great. Hey. I'm excited to see what happens. All right. On to the next one. All right, so we went to the uh, Patreon. We went to the Patreon, asked our uh, our followers, our f- subscribers, our patrons, our friends, our family, our... Yeah? Mm-hmm. That's where I was going with that. Uh, yeah. I was going somewhere funny, but you'll never know what that is. That's- so maybe it wasn't funny, but we're going to pretend it was. All right, Kane McMillan yes. asks... Do you have any tips on creating action slash fan films for the first time? I've created some non-action stuff in the past, but have been really wanting to get into film films involving action. <clears throat> but I just don't really know how to get it going, like writing and storyboarding action scenes and then trying to deal with getting costumes that look realistic. I think your minute matchups are great. And the GoldenEye vlog was so cool and creative. Keep up the great work. So... Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot there. Any tips on creating action slash fan films for the first time? Watch all of your favorite movies that are in that style and study how they do it. Scale it down to what you can do. Yeah. Um, a little bit more of a a specific thing that we did in the beginning. I've already mentioned it on the show before, but try to come up with, uh, brief fight sequences and like do normal hand-to-hand stuff obviously like be super careful if you're just doing this with your friends don't actually hurt each other don't actually hit each other don't be stupid don't seriously guys like don't be us don't ever ever use real gun for the love of god do not use real guns no weapons in general don't use real weapons anything yeah seriously no real weapons guys the fact that i have to say that is pretty crazy people have people have done it Even if you don't let your friends kind of peer pressure you into be like, oh, yeah, it's a real gun, but there are no bullets in it. Don't use real weapons. Don't ever have real weapons on your set. It's not necessary. If you can't afford airsoft weapons or you can't make something that works, then don't shoot the scene. Mm -hmm. Not worth it, dudes. If anything happens and someone gets hurt or killed on your watch, then... Yeah, no, you're liable. I mean, and not just to mention if they're your friends or family. Horrible. That's horrible. That's you want that on your hands. Yeah, that's horrible. Uh, but if you guys are shooting a hand-to-hand fight scene, uh, try doing three-move bursts. So if... Not like what Jeremy's doing right now. Three-move burst being uh, every, every, time, every time you do three moves, every time you do three moves, you cut to a different... Angle. Make sure you stay on the right side of the line. Uh, and so if I'm going to throw a punch at Tony, this is one move. The second move is him blocking. The third move is him countering. 
and then you cut the shot. The next shot will start with his fist about to hit me, like as it is right now. If you're listening to this, I'm sure it's very engaging. <laughs> and then uh, my next move could be could be uh, pushing his arm away and then uppercutting. Something like that, and then you cut every three moves. Try that in the beginning. It really helps, especially if you don't have any sort of uh, athletic ability. It definitely cheats the action. Yep. Three or less. Three or less, and then speed it up in post. Uh, look up how to uh, use time remapping in uh, any of your post-production software. We use Adobe Premiere. Um, that helps. It definitely increases the snappiness of your fight. But there are tutorials on how to shoot a fight scene if you're trying to come up with a story for the fight scene that's a whole other thing yeah dude story story built into fight scene it gets a it's that's very professional that's that's like the last step before you get to a point where you can tell a story basically with anything telling a story with choreography more times than not you need actual choreographers and you need stunt people to do that for you um and to find the moments within the fight that build up to this or build up to that and then come together all at once to have a winner or a loser or a draw sometimes. So that, that gets, I guess, real crazy. I, I would just make sure you, you come up with a winner and a loser first and you stick to the don't cross the line, three or less reactions. You're good. Word. Also remember that a fight scene is also a story. A story has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Make sure your fight has a beginning, middle, and end. It shouldn't just be two dudes punching each other until one guy goes down. There should be a... <clears throat> there needs to be a narrative unfolding. Is a character an underdog? How are you going to show that? Is a character overpowered? How are you going to show that? Uh, how can you show... This is actually something I learned in film school. How do you show your main character about to lose? Or... uh how do you show him not winning until the end? Well, you consistently show him about to lose, him or her, about to lose until uh, until the moment where they can finally overcome their opponent. So as far as storyboarding goes, we don't storyboard our fight scenes because none of us have that athletic, uh, athletic that artistic <laughs> ability. So we just use shot lists. Yep. Shot lists and then just hours and hours and hours of finding ways that we can... I guess visualizations. Yeah, I mean, yeah, really, honestly, we're usually standing there with our stunt team, like saying, oh, well, I had this idea, well, I had this idea, and then we collaborate together and we try to find compromises that equal both this moment to come up with this overarching resolution. And um, it gets kind of tricky, but that's the thing, too, man. So, you know, as as uh, Brad Pitt's character once said in Inglorious Bastards, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice. 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 Gorlami. Gorlami. Any uh, notes, Knowlton? No. No, I'm sorry. You guys covered actually pretty much everything that I would want to say. <laughs> okay. Coolio. Um, Make it nasty. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, we got a bunch of questions from uh, the Patreon today. Ah. Earthcore Studios. I read your question. You're funny. I'm not going to I'm not gonna answer that on... Uh, on the show. <laughs> it's funny. Um, let's see. Ooh, Eric. What it do, baby boo? What it do, baby boo? Uh, what other television services and slash networks can learn from Game of Thrones, and how do you think TV is getting better than it's ever been? <sighs> well, man, that's hard. That's hard in the sense of, like, Game of Thrones has so many resources. That's, like, the pinnacle of... Of resources, it's <laughs> hmm. like almost as a filmmaker, that is almost endless amounts of resources. I mean, if you really think about it, like they're like they don't ever have to think about, dude. I have this really crazy idea. Yeah, <laughs> I want this yeah. dragon to do this. You're like, yeah. I think it's more of. TV is taking itself more seriously now and not more like a a pastime or not just a pastime because before TV was just like there's that saying you go to TV to die. Ooh, ouch. It's not and the case anymore. Yeah, it's not the case anymore because you can do some serious work in TV now. Man. And there's some like really 
movies that are kind of a joke, honestly. How did that switch? The quality, like it, you watch shows like not even just Game of Thrones. And if we, we're talking about Game of Thrones and shows like that, shows that have a lot of resources like Game of Thrones or like uh, like the Defenders or something. Let's, let's House look, of Cards. House of Cards. House let's, of Cards let's, has let's look dude, at the HBO writing. and Netflix. Let's not even look at what they have in terms of money. Let's look at just the writing. The if content. you look at the caliber of writing in like Daredevil compared to Arrow, you're just like, wow. these people clearly very much care about the story and the characters and the and just the vision. And to be fair, with that, Arrow is forced to adhere to a 22-episode season. It is a very And they're tight. making that season over the course of the year and writing and changing the writing yeah, as they tricky. go, whereas Daredevil is written and shot like a movie all at once. And that's then why released. that format is starting to die. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, totally. Like, I'm, I'd like that, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, that format That's the change. Is, it's the That's format the that is And I'm ruining. wondering if sh- stations like CW and ABC are going to start understanding that. that yeah, like if, if they understand that on like a, an objective manner, like, hey, look, as you can not only bring more fans and a larger demographic, if you okay. maybe adhere to a different style of format. I don't think they're going to change that just because, <laughs> yes, um, you can tell really good stories like the... Netflix series for Marvel, you know? They tell really heavy, like, really involved character stories, but sometimes that's not what viewers are looking for. The general audience just wants to put on a show in the background and then just turn off their mind after a long day of work. No, you're 100%. I was talking to someone the other day that said that their favorite show was... I'm not going to talk bad about another show, but it was a show that is much lesser quality than I was used to hearing, and I was just like... Oh wow! So I guess people still really or like these kinds of shows. Not style. less, yeah, different style. I'm sorry, not less. I yeah. didn't say the name of the show, so I'm not sorry. Um, but <laughs> but it's it's a different caliber. It's a different style. It's a different demographic. It's a different. It's all of it's different. It's for different reasons. And I'm just like, wow! I guess people still really love yeah. these kinds of shows, though. Like I thought, I've talked to plenty of people who like literally have nothing to do or no attachment to any kind of TV show. They just turn on the TV and leave it there. That's, That's crazy. It. Or yep. people just prefer reality television mm-hmm. over any other. Yep. Like I know people and who there's plenty only people, watch reality. Yeah, and yeah. there's people who literally don't even watch anything at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your? Yeah, that's cra- that's crazy to think about. That's crazy. Or even listening to anything at all either. That's like, where no it's music, tricky. No movies, no TV, that's, no media. Yeah, that's the, that's the tricky part. Remember when I like was trying to get everybody to watch Stranger Things? Mm-hmm. And when I saw Stranger Things, I was like, dude. This is this is film. This is incredible, mm-hmm. and Seven. nobody believed me until I was like, "Gotta watch Stranger Things. Gotta watch Stranger Things. Gotta watch Stranger Things." It's the same thing, right? It's like, how do you get folks that you get them onto something they didn't know they liked? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the different strokes for different folks, man. Yeah. Like different people. If you would rather go on a hike than watch a TV show, more power to you. If you would rather watch a movie than a show, more power to you. If you would rather watch TV than a movie. Do do you, man? I don't really care as long as you ain't killing nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Once upon a time, I was actually only watching movies. I wasn't really watching any TV. The first TV show that I started watching in a really, really long time was actually The Walking Dead. Oh yeah. Mm. Before then, I was like not. Really oh yeah, watching we were the only TV ones shows. that were like. Yeah. It was like a good. God, would you guys stop at four? Four? Four season? You guys stopped that? Because no, I'm six. I'm caught up. I watch all. I have Oh, you up do? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm. The last one I watched was I still like Walking Dead. Middle of last season, I still like the Walk. I, yeah. I, I watched the Walking Dead. I mean, a lot just, of people are like dropping off, like they're mm-hmm. just sick of it, tired of the same thing. I guess I'm I'm still engaged, but I can see what people are saying. Word. If Word. if every single show was to the caliber of Game of Thrones and Stranger Things, I would probably only watch tv honestly yeah. like i prefer being with characters for a longer period of time period of time than just two hours yeah. and if you can mm-hmm. find a way to turn batman or the guardians of the galaxy or any of these awesome characters that have like super dope high budget movies that take place over the course of two and a half hours and we can have that over the course of a 10 hour season how much better would suicide squad have been if it was a series oh, dude? Man. it would have been incredible Oh man, so much better. 
Dude, Damn. I you know what I think should happen? Hmm. Instead of them making all these, you know, movies that are that are clearly <clears throat> I, I some of the movies that are getting funded now, I don't even not to crap on the emoji movie, but like, why are they making this stuff? Yeah, no, I who, feel the same. Who way. is this for? Who wants this? Who's man's an this? emoji movie? Whose man's is this? Whose man's? Know, man. is this? Hey, there's I, I still know, people I know, who want to see it. The, the, I know the internet's talked enough crap about that movie. I'm not. What I'm the point I'm making is that it would be really interesting if the next phase of entertainment wasn't multiple season television programs but a 10 episode self-contained miniseries and have that be a become a standard of I mean, television it's happening already band of brothers detective band of brothers american horror story even, even uh th- those are like anthologies they're still like continuing the series i'm talking like make a season of at game of thrones no, level quality was. yeah yeah well like band of brothers is came out how many years 10 no, years ago right. yeah you're totally <laughs> right but i mean like it's it, it obviously works oh not, totally yeah like so it, do that like why but not i would love to see a self-contained batman tv series that was 10 episodes long over the court as he's trying to solve some crazy mystery Damn, and it's a Ooh, all-inclusive story halloween 10 hours of batman and that's it and that's it. And then you end the, the series Halloween. there. Tell the story it's about another like, character. Yeah, it's not like it's a season. Yeah. I Guys, would love to see that. Let's let's do it. The Long Halloween. WB, give us give us money. Guys, we'll make the Long Halloween. We'll do it. We'll we'll do it. We'll do it for free. We won't we'll do, do it, it for free. right now. We'll do it. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll do it for a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it for a reasonable amount of money. <laughs> really, reasonable. I'm dude, I'm totally good just as long as I can pay rent and be able to eat. Dude, those are my those are my tight. those are my two things. I just need to be able to pay rent and eat. Other other yep. than that, I will take I will take that level of wage to make. Yeah, even to just make the the nightwing. I just want to. I just, yeah. just want to be able to like buy a house. That's all I want to do. That's a lot. Oh, that's to a ask that's a lofty. For. That's nah, a lofty. That's not that bad. I mean, I'm not gonna buy the whole You're house. At once. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you get can't it. buy a house. <laughs> not wrong, not incorrect. But I just meant like a down payment on a house. You know what I'm saying? A Dan payment on a the house? Dan, a Dan stupid-ass payment on the house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. Whose man's is this? Whose Dan's is this? Stop Whose it. man's is us? Stop that. Jeez. What else we got? What, oh, um, another question, actually. Question? Last one I'll take from uh, Patronanzel. Trevor, we met... Mm. We... Uh, looks French, Jerry. We met. We met? Okay. Uh, sorry if I butchered okay. your name, man. Uh, Trevor asks, what were your thoughts on the season finale of Game of Thrones? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert for Game of Thrones season finale. Spoiler alert. Saying it right now. Spoiler alert. Sing it, Tony. It's a spoiler. Yeah. Uh, All of the thoughts. I thought that was dope. Might be a lot of people are complaining about the writing and the pacing of this season. And I'm like, bro, it's seven years. They've had seven years to lay out everything, and now everything is coming together. What else did you expect? Of course it's going to pick up. Oh, man, the internet complaining about something? Oh, oh boy. no. Good golly, Miss Molly. News. news. The dialogue in this, this finale was so, so good. It was, so good. It was like when you watch a Marvel movie, and every single line from each character is just like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Savage, <laughs> except more savage because it's yeah. all old English. Yeah, dude, more savage. Savage, old spelled with an e at the what end. We're talking about is Westerosi. That's true, Westerosi. For that. Um, all right, what was the highlight of the episode for you guys? Because this was a doozy. There was so much. If I had to pick so one highlight of the entire episode, oh, this is very difficult. I don't How about know, just man. all the highlights? All the highlights. So, Arya. Ta- so everything. Everything, the entire episode. Top five, top five, top five. For me, okay, top three favorite moments for me was, one, the wall coming down. That was so epic. Uh, number two, th- this is two moments in one. Theon and John's moment followed immediately by Theon fighting uh, for Yara against this dude. Like, that whole sequence of events was, like, I got tears in my eyes. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. Like, this character has been through so so much. He has mm-hmm. paid his due from as far as I'm concerned. I was Based off of what you're saying, prepared to get let down again. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember what I said right after that happened? We earned this. Yep. <laughs> yep. I was like, we 
We earned that so much. Yep. Oh it's my been god! So long. And that shot when he falls down to his knees. Yeah, I was like, Jeremy. <laughs> What a shot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, third highlight, third moment was the conversation between Sam and Bran. Oh, my God. I got wow. Yeah, that was a lot of info in a very short amount of time. Dude, I just loved the mastery that went behind that dialogue. Yeah. Like, just, I mean, not even just the dialogue, the dialogue that was matched with the composition, that was matched with the editing. Yeah. It was just like seeing Jon Snow naked. <laughs> like that mushroom yeah. guy, like the, the the mushroom gif. That's, that's <laughs> me when I was watching that. That was save. Oh, oh, oh! oh man, yeah, that was an honorable oh, mention to Arya. Uh, yes. to Littlefinger, but slicing Lord Friendzone's throat. Lord Friendzone. Hey, man, he. I gotta. I gotta give him props though. That Dude, that man, acting. That man is a great actor, and also that character is a survivor. He is a yeah. little snake punk. Little <laughs> when he was when he was on his knees begging for his life. Yeah. And you see this man in a position that he's never been in. Yeah. Begging for his life, and then the also nobody's talking about the sound design. Oh yeah, WTF sound. sound design. That chop to the throat yeah. was gnarly. I, I was like, "Whoa, that was." Oh, he got killed deep. Just, he got killed the same way the <laughs> that woman was... that he was obsessed over got killed. Oh uh, yeah, poetic with the knife that started it all. Yep, yeah. poetic justice. Is that the one? So that's the knife that tried yeah. to kill Bran and yep. and killed Catelyn, and then killed. Uh, what's his face? That knife has seen a lot of blood. Man, what a... Wait, who had their hands on that knife? Uh, the Freys had it. Baelish had it. So Baelish gave it to the um, the mercenary who tried to kill Bran. Yep. Um, somehow got back into the hands of the Freys. I can't remember how. Wait, that's the knife that was used to slit Catelyn Stark's throat? Dude, that's I did not... That's the I got from that, yeah. I did not realize that. That was like hmm. the, uh, the, the metaphor of it all. It was like... Yeah, it somehow comes back. It's full circle, huh? Yeah, and she, dude. Yeah, you're right though. That scene where she just and then just like, walks away so fast, like, dude. That part where, dude. So I don't know how anyone else felt, but like that whole scene, the way it's playing out, with the way Arya was walking, I was just like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, no, this is this has to be a game. But then the, the scene kept playing, and I was like, wait, Sansa, you're about to be really stupid right now. What are you? What are you doing, Sansa? And then it was like, so believable. And then it's like, York, you stand accused of murder and treason. How do you plead, Lord Baelish? And I was like, oh. <laughs> dude, he literally made a gift by that one facial expression. He- yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so subtle yet so powerful. Yep. Yeah. Dude, that guy's acting. And is the way incredible. he just kind of he's straightened himself, like he stood up from the wall. He's like, and he kind of just like looks around. He's like, sorry. What? <laughs> sorry. I'm a bit confused. <laughs> like, oh, that's your ass. That's your ass, Mr. Pope's yeah. man. Can we yeah. talk about uh, your boy Jamie Dannister? Yeah. Dipping out on Cersei. Damn. And heading to Winterfell to... In the snow. You see him in King's Landing in the snow. You've never seen Jamie in this Whoa. kind of environment. Oh, it's crazy. He finally chucked up the deuces. To the Mad Queen. Didn't I say... It's like, I don't believe the you. The Mad Queen. I swear I said something on one of the last episodes of Hawk Talk that uh, that this that I really wanted Jamie and Bran to be in the same room before the series end, before he dies. And we kind of thought that may not happen. And I know next season we're going to finally get that. Yes. Yep. Satisfying. Because it's the last season. Oh, my God. I just understood how his history repeats itself. Oh, my God. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Dude, Jamie killed the Mad King. Yeah. Yeah. Is he gonna be a queen? He's gonna kill the Mad Queen, bro. Oh You know what I think is gonna happen? My god. I think like at first I didn't believe that Cersei was pregnant. But I think she is. And I think her giving so much crap to Tyrion the entire show about him killing their mother, I think that's how she's going to go out. I don't think Jamie's going to kill her. It says you'll be killed by... In the, in the books, mm-hmm. 
in the books. It said that he would word. be killed by the fallen car, the little brother. Yeah. I, I, I'm with I'm with Tony. I, I've yeah. actually thought that Jamie was going to stab her in the back for thought, a few seasons now, and now I've I'm even for, more sure. I've thought that for a while, too, but once I found out that she was pregnant, I feel like it would even be sweeter if that's the way she went out. It'd be, okay, that's a brutal way to go out, and like I realize mm. how messed up I sound when saying that, but damn it, that is an evil, rancid woman. Yeah, <laughs> I think she's lying. Rancid. <laughs> damn. I think she's lying about the baby, dude. Yeah, I think she's still lying about that. Because you saw her play it up to Tyrion. Mm-hmm. She's playing it up. She wants. She wants to see her bluff. Yeah. Okay. He wanted. She yeah. wanted him to figure out that she is pregnant, and so she needed a she way to control him. Jamie. Exactly. Somehow she finds out a way to control the situation at she, every end. Yeah, because she already had a feeling that Jamie is not on board with her. She's not very happy yeah. with her. So she's gonna plant Wrong. a seed. God, that metaphorically. Scene. Met- metaphorically. Dude, that scene, the way that the composition was building up, everybody everybody in the room that we were watching with was like, no. So nope. tense. Dude, the minute Tyrion started walking into that room by himself, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> and the lighting changed. Yeah, and the like, doors you know, were closing. You're just like, oh, oh boy. boy. Oh boy. Dude, yeah. I, I, the whole time I felt like he was going to be okay. Yeah, I thought I was like, he was he's not okay going to walk too. in this I room just, and get killed like this. Nah. I just not liked, at this point in the show. I just like the, the tension. The, yeah, the, the way they built. built that tension and the way that Peter Dinklage, his acting. So good. Oh, just everyone was taking a breath. Yeah. Though when Jamie was in the room with Cersei and the mountain drew his sword, I was, I was like, like, no I was like, wait. this is it then. I was waiting for him, the sword to just come down and kill Jamie. I think that's the only time that you actually spoke when it was actually playing. Is you, that's when you said something. I specifically remember like, hearing like someone this. say, you were like, like dude. Do not go like this. <laughs> not like this. I was like, not like this. <laughs> this is not how he goes out. Not like this. Damn, thank though, what goodness. if he did, though? I would have been so sad. That would have oh been crazy. My God, that would have been one of the most tragic God, deaths. And he just looks at her, like looks at the mountain and looks at her. And he's like, I don't believe you. He just walks out. You just. Dude, you see his oh reaction, my God, though? Oh, <laughs> But that dude, did you realize that? Tyrion, the one that has always been able to call her bluff, couldn't, but Jamie could. Yep. It's because Jamie's not blinded. Did you see the symbolism then? Like, Damn. did you see that there? Like, she, the one brothers that she could always call her bluff on, yeah, would always go with it. He would always say, and it goes back to the the character building of Jamie Lannister. Mm-hmm. I now like Jamie again. Just a heads up, but it goes back to like. Honestly, so do I. Because for a while, I was just like, "This is annoying." They're not giving me much to like about this character anymore, guys. Yeah. Well, like, you could definitely tell this whole episode. He was. It was like a a a redemption story for Mm -hmm. for Jamie Lannister. Like, it it is really turning into that redemption story. Like, he really is that guy in this in this story. So he's gonna be the one to stop Cersei. You see him walk out on her and say, especially when the mountain drew his sword on her. On him, but she, she said, was, no one walks out on me, even though Tyrion could have walked out on her and she bested Tyrion when Tyrion was always the one to best her. The entire time, it almost it almost gives you a symbolism of Jaime knew what you were doing the entire time. Mm-hmm. He knew what you were capable of. He just loved you anyways, and now he doesn't. Damn. And that's why I was like, oh my. <laughs> oh, oh what my. What a character-defining moment. Yeah. yeah. Where he literally was like, no. This is the beginning for the end. Yeah, like, I I understand completely now. I didn't really understand, but now I do, and I could have looked over it but until now, now. Now I cannot. Now I can't, and I have to get away from you. And you're just mm-hmm. like, what a, whoa. What a moment for that character. Also, whoa. can we talk about how crazy and reckless Cersei is? That she's willing to let all those people, like, burn and, like, just like take the fall for her. She's like, oh, the dead are marching down here. Well, they'll take care of it. Like, bitch, what if they don't? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Just goes to show you she's not fit to rule. And what mm-hmm. if they do? Jamie had the perfect argument. Yeah. The perfect argument. Yeah, no, that was a perfect. Yeah, she still couldn't come up with a good comeback. Nope. She was just like, well, so I, what did he like, say to her again? Uh, she's like, so one one of two things could happen. The dead, they, the dead kill them all, they come down and kill us all. Yeah. Or, you do realize that's how this. Uh, how war works, right? There's always a winner. 
Yeah. And, and he so goes, either the dead are coming down or they're coming back down. Either way, we're outnumbered and we're going to lose. What I think is going to happen... Oh, wait. Does anybody have predictions for the next season? No. My prediction is that she's going to... Either she's going to die in childbirth or the child is going to die. Because I do think she's pregnant now. Yeah. At first, I didn't think, but now I do. Um, I think... Since not a lot of characters died this season, I think we're going to get a, lose a lot of them in like the first two No, I think episodes. that there's going to be a big battle, and it's going to be like the Harry Potter, the last part of Harry Potter, oh, okay. where you just see like, just it just dies like, left like and flies. Right. It's like, oh, and oh. like every single, oh. every single change in scene, someone is down, and you're like, oh, Whoa. no. <laughs> what if we have no. two episodes dedicated to one battle? <laughs> That'd be crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what that's how Harry Potter did it. Like it was like this big buildup, and then you're like, oh, it's happening. It's it's happening. It's oh, happening. Man. It's happening. It's oh, all man. happening right now. And then every everybody starts like people start dying, and you're like, oh no, this is bad. This is really bad. <laughs> and then at, sooner or later, you see the story. Like you see all of these characters start to die that are really good people, and then it starts to equal itself out, and then. Then you see all these characters are still alive. Those those first, however many we came up with, mm-hmm. the ones that are the strongest, and then all of these bad characters start to die more and more and more and more. And then you see you start that that, Do that you shift guys and change. Think that there will be any main characters that will become a white. Oh, I don't oh know. my! That'll be so heartbreaking. Yeah, we've never seen that before. Other than you know, like. Small minor characters. Can you imagine Tormund as a as a white? That oh, would no. be a vicious white. Yeah, that would be suck. so sad. That'd be terrifying to see Damn. a blue eyed ginger. <laughs> All right, so my theory for the next season is that Tyrone. they're gonna, they're going to fight the White Walkers, and their army is going to get obliterated. So many people are going to die before this thing is over, and I'm going to say it's going to get down to like the the nitty gritty. Where they're all, the entire army is basically completely decimated. They kill the Night King. All the, the army of the dead falls. And that's it. Army of the dead is done. And now it's time to deal with Cersei. But now their army is completely decimated. They only have like a small force left. And Cersei knows that she's going to either... They come back down for Cersei, and their army is bigger than Cersei's, and so they, like, Cersei's backed into a corner. This is where my actual theory plays in. Jamie and Cersei are going to be in the same room. Cersei's going to say, burn them all, and Jamie is going to be surprised, plunge his sword into, into her back. Crying. You realize she said something to that extent this time, correct, right? You realize that in her I dialogue. Know. You this, realize that she was building up to that point and they let it they let it sit and they didn't give it to us. You realize that she was on the track within her dialogue to say, Oh, I have wildfire. And not to mention this this bitch is sorry, excuse me. This crazy rancid woman has already killed people with wildfire. Mm-hmm, she is mm-hmm. literally the mad queen. Yep. And history is repeating itself, and I think that she she's gonna say the words, "Burn them all." We're gonna see Jamie's reaction, and he's gonna kill her. I think he's. Do you think he's gonna cry when he doesn't? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nikolai's mm-hmm. so good, dude. Guy's a great actor. I think she's gonna die first, and then it ends with the Night King defeating Night King. Yeah, you think they're gonna take her out first? Yeah, I think so. Ugh. Or in some way, circumstance. I don't know. I feel like at this point, Cersei... Because it starts with the White Walkers, it's going to end with the White Walkers. See, I don't think that anymore. I think that might have been the plan originally, but I think what's... Like, the Night King has no development. Mm-hmm. Cersei has a lot of development. Since episode one, we talked she has about been this. the bad guy. And I now, more than ever, after seeing the completion of this season, I am very confident that we won't end with the White so- Walkers. That we're going to end with Cersei's defeat. I, I totally understand where you're My coming opinion. from. Yeah, I I mean I honestly like I I like either one. Like honestly, if it ends with the White Walkers or if it ends with Cersei, either one, your boy just wants to see Cersei die. It's time. It's time. You need to go. Has Got the Night go. King ever been defeated before? And um, he just came back. Only there has only been literally not necessarily defeated, just bested in combat in the sense that they retreated, and that was John. 
John really is the only, honestly, guys. Like, so in the entire history of the Night King, over thousands of years, he's never died once and came back? I mean, we don't know anything about the Night King. The Night King is original to and the show. And that's what I was going to get at. Unless the Night King is one of the characters that we've been following all along. What a tweet. Bran. Oh, yeah, Bran. The Bran theory. Why would, why, would, why would Bran be the Night King, though? So my a theory that I had was, so Bran is, is the three-eyed raven. He sees things that has happened and are happening. And I imagine when his eyes focus more, once he sees all that is happening around the world, it will help him predict what will happen. So I think he knows the the outcome of the Great War to come, or he he knows that the White Walkers are coming and there's no way to stop them, or there's no way to for all of us to survive. So I'm going to try to go back into time and prevent that them from ever coming. So I'm going to go back to the Mad King when the Seven Kingdoms were at its most united before he went mad, and he went, he turned him mad and burned them all like he got the, he got Mad King crazy. Went further back because he's the voice that whispers through the Mad King, burn them all. Referring to White the Walker. White Walkers, but the Mad King, you know, time travel and everything. Yeah, man. And then he goes back even, so he's, he fails. Because he's, like, he's affected it. Hodor before. Mm-hmm. He's affected Hodor before, and his father heard his voice scream. Mm-hmm. Um, At the Tower of Joy. He goes back even further to Bran the Builder, and he wrecks the wall, trying to stop the White Walkers. He sees that doesn't happen because they just broke through into Eastwatch on the Eastwatch side. So he goes back even further to the children of the forest and the first men, the war between them when the White Walkers were created. He goes back into the body that turns into the White Walker, but he gets stuck there. Like the dragon glass pins him down there and he's stuck for thousands and thousands of years in the White Walkers and the Night King's body. Only reason he hasn't killed Jon Snow yet is because maybe he recognizes him. Like maybe something in his mind is like, I think I recognize that face, but I'm not sure. Crazy, crazy, such theory. a crazy theory that I'm like, I gotta watch that to see if that's actually. Yeah, I feel like if the books had been completely written, that might be a tangible option. But yeah. I think now the, the way the it's been developed, I'm not sure that's gonna happen. Too sci-fi, but super dope. <laughs> Could be very interesting. I guess that's, we'll just have to wait and see. That hurt my year. head. <laughs> All the seeds have been planted. Mm-hmm. And like if you notice how completely how how much Bran has changed. Mm-hmm. He's and like and there's no kind of how much the Night King has changed too. Every piece of information, no matter how irrelevant it seems at the time in Game of Thrones, has always come back into play. So why would they show Bran going back and affecting Hodor if they weren't gonna, gonna use that ability why. or why that effect th- any further? Why would the three-eyed raven constantly say, you know, if you get, if you stay down there long enough, you're going to get stuck? Yeah. He yeah. wouldn't have said that if it wasn't going to be an issue. He looks like him, too. You realize that he was recasted, right? Yeah. You know he looks different? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could be multiple, re- multiple things, but I have noticed that. He yeah. looks like him now. So he has, a, that, lo- he has that kind of that, that, longer, that longer face. Yeah. Does he? Did, yeah. Do they look well, that, similar? The recast was, he looks different yeah, from they when, definitely look more similar when now. Remember when he did the rise at the, at the river? Yeah. It's different. Well, I know they, very, they recast the Night King. Bran uh, has a very strong nose, very prominent nose. Yeah. So, yeah. They're saying that yeah, the Bran is the Night King. Huh. That's interesting. Well, we'll just have to wait and see until next time. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, what? Uh, just guys, thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate everybody who listens. If you're again, uh, heart goes out to everyone in Houston. Uh, if you can find a way to help in some way, do it to it and uh, be nice to each other, love each other, and uh, follow us on Twitter. On top of that, I'm at Daniel Chef. He's Walk on Tony. He's at Jeremy Lee, and he's at Noel Chef. And remember, we got a Facebook too, like us on there, and we have Instagrams. Follow us on there, and. We got a Patreon. Check that out. We got some pretty dope stuff on there. It's pretty cool. A lot of people have been jumping in and jumping out, so we appreciate everybody who's been supporting us on there and helping us as we make all the content that we are creating. Um, I don't know if the end... I'm hoping the end of this year will be a big end of the year for us. We'll be releasing a couple of projects, but if not, next year is going to be absolutely huge. We got a ton of projects in the works, and uh, we're trying to get to a million subs. Something cool can happen... 
once we hit a million subs, but we need to get to a million subs in order for this to happen. So something cool. Something cool. Something very Not gonna talk about it too cool. much now. We'll get across that bridge when we get a little closer. We're only halfway there now. But thanks for everybody supporting us. We're halfway there. Whoa! Living on a prayer. Skinly do it. Skinly body data. Tony! Scootle bit loodle. Do you know I'm not? I'm actually, I don't like that song. Like, out of all the 80s Jonathan ballads. Bob, Bonathan Jovathan? What? Jonathan Bonathan. Bon. Yeah, I'm not John too big on that song either. That's confusing. That's confusing. That's confusing. That's confusing. That's confusing. Oh, no. Okay. All right. See you later, guys. Let's go back in. 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 Let's go back is that a Twizzles? Yeah, what? Is that a Twizzle Tizzle? No. I'm a stupid. Wow!